0: Welcome to Thor's Hammer, a roundtable discussion on the Minnesota Vikings by Viking fans from around the country. Each week we gather and discuss and hammer out everything about the Minnesota Vikings, what we saw the previous week, what we see in store for the upcoming matchup, and the few surprises along the way. Join us each week as we launch on a new adventure. It's here. It's Thor's Hammer.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us on this very limited edition Vikings Thanksgiving pregame Packer Week show. Yeah, it sounded horrible, but we're on short t- notice here. Tonight, it's just Papa Scott and myself due to family obligations, traveling, and other other fun stuff. So, Papa, how you doing?
0: Hey, I'm doing great. No no need to limit uh, limit the uh, show just because it's you and me. I mean, what else are people listening for? <laughs> oh, this is true. This is true. No. Hey, it is a short week, and it is Packer Week, and I know after a disappointing Uh, loss on Sunday night Uh, it's tough to to get up for anything but uh, hey it's here and you got to get up because it's Packer week and tell you what season's on the line so if you're not excited about this game uh, you better check your pulse
1: couldn't agree more with you this this game coming up against the Packers Sunday night primetime I hate saying primetime because we don't do well but if you want to play in the big game you got to be able to play in primetime but I, I feel the loser of this game Sunday night their season's over.
0: Yeah, I agree, I agree with that too, Bob. In fact, if, if, if you look further at uh, Monday night's game, uh, I think everybody's season might be over after watching that.
1: Yeah, it's true. That was a great game to watch, though, if you, unless you like defense. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's go back to the Bears game that we had our chances and just didn't take any opportunity of them, and we had what three turnovers that we could have scored and we didn't do much with them. You know, down 14 nothing at halftime and you're scratching your head, what's going on here? Well, the second half, they went to a no-huddle hurry-up offense, which seemed to work a little bit better, which makes me wonder, why didn't the coaches do this earlier?
0: Yeah. You know, I think when you even, you take a look at that first drive for the Vikings, that that third down play where Cook uh, looked like he got the first down and they, they spotted him a yard short. And you, you know weird things are gonna happen at Soldier Field, so you kind of expect stuff like that. But that almost like set the precedent. And obviously, they they, they, went, uh, they punted the ball away, and the, and the Bears came down and got a field goal, and it's like, hmm, here, you know, here we go. And of course, then they, then they get that touchdown and they go for the two-point conversion, and it's like the Vikings showed up for a football game and the Bears uh, showed up for a fight, and they, but they, they punched the Vikings right in the mouth and didn't Absolutely. stop. Yes, they did.
1: Well, if we break down the game, if you go back to, like, last week when I said in order for the Vikings to win this game against the Bears, they're going to have to be able to run the ball. Yeah. And 14 carries for 22 yards is not running the ball. So what that altered our game plan was now the defensive line of the Bears can just pin their ears back and come after Cousins all night long, which they did. They had pressure on him all night long. Our o line looked like a wet paper bag. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't dump off some screen passes when that happened. We didn't. I mean, I, I don't understand D'Filippo. Uh, I'm not a big fan of him anymore. I, I loved what he did last year with the Eagles, but this year I, I don't. I scratch my head a couple times a game, like when the third and short and it's empty backfield.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I don't understand this guy. Um, I hope Zimmer is in the same boat as me. That way, I, I look more intelligent too. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. How, it, how do you have third and inches and have an empty backfield?
0: Yeah, it, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense either. And he's still De is still listed as, as one of the one of the great offensive minds, the up and coming offensive minds. But I don't know. What, you know where is it? And and I know, understand the offensive line's got its issues. But how long can that go on? You know, how long can you can you use that as an excuse? I mean, there's there's lots of there's like little cuts all over this, over this team. And I'm not gonna. Early on in the season, I was pretty critical of, of uh, Kirk Cousins those first two games, and not a whole lot of people agreed with me. And, I, and certainly Cousins kind of made up for that in that few stretches there. But he made some office, awful awful uh, decisions uh, in this game. And, and I, I don't think you can blame it on the offensive line. I mean, this, this offensive line has been porous for most of the season. And it's week 12. It's not week three. It's week 12. And if you haven't figured out how to get, a, get beyond that or step aside in some of that rush or make a better decision, I, I, I don't know. I, it, your $84 million seems to be kind of down the drain at this point.
1: So far. But you take that into account, you look at someone like the Packers. Rodgers is paying, getting paid even more, and they yeah. have a worse record than us. What's their excuse? No, no defense? No. I, I don't know. But yeah. the first interception that he threw, I think Rudolph stopped his route. He was overthrown above his head and easy interception. The second one, I have no idea what he saw. That was a return for a touchdown.
0: I, well, whatever. yeah, and he was throwing a treadmill in that second one. But that, that first one... I, I, he certainly didn't see the safety back there when he threw it. I think he was throwing that ball away because uh, the rush was coming up, Kind of he, he filled in that gap. Now, looking at that, he had a blocker, I think that was Mack, it was lined up on the, on the outside and he came into that gap in the middle. And if Cousins steps aside to the left on that one, he's, he's got a blocker, he might even have running room on that side, but instead he, he panics and throws that ball away and obviously threw it right to the safety. And that, you know, we were down 14 to nothing at that point with, with seconds left before the before the half, and he needed to get points there because the Bears were getting the ball to start the second half. So I it's decision making that at critical times that I just questioned and, and it showed itself in this game.
1: Yeah, very true. I mean I, I don't like running quarterbacks, but I like quarterbacks that can run. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean cousins ran the ball once that game for five yards. And numerous opportunities this game. He had chance to run a couple yards for a first down and try to, to throw the ball into a tight window or throw it away or whatever he did when he could have just ran eight feet for a first down.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I think he needs to be doing a little bit more of that. I mean, to me, that's signs of more leadership and wanting to win as opposed to not wanting to get hurt.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It, you think that's something that a, that a quarterback can just pick up, though? Or is that that's something that's uh, innate in their in their abilities? Uh, can it be something that's that's learned? I mean, you, you watch Rodgers play, and it seems like it doesn't matter how much time's on the clock, where the rush is. He's always got a keen sense of, of where people are and where the ball needs to go and, and can make those plays. And, and you know, Cousins, I, I don't know where that is, and I don't know if that can be learned.
1: He ran the ball a lot more took the Redskins. You know, I don't want him running 20 times a game like the Ravens quarterback Jackson did last week. But, you know, four, five, maybe six times a game when you have to, to beat mm-hmm. the rush. And, you know, from there, um, get the first down. Yeah. Yeah. Stopping a drive because you don't want to run the ball when it's third and two. And you have 15 yards of open field in front of you gain five slide get the first down you know you, you have to it's, it's ridiculous that you, you sit back there and look for someone's open and no one's open get the first down slide yeah. you got to continue the drive
0: yeah well and especially in that that first that first interception with with time running out in the half I mean it looks like he just tried to throw the ball away but but oh man <laughs> that was that was just a killer and and you know, and you also look too it's like okay the vikings had a bye week they had plenty of time to game plan for the bears to look at film or whatever rest up get healed up they were not ready to play that game they came out flat and how does that happen i don't i, you know, I,
1: I don't get it no. i mean we were, we were spoiled by danny green he was, oh. he was unbelievable yep. going in and out of the bye you was the complete opposite
0: no, and then I think Zimmer's excuse was, I don't know if these guys are listening to me or, or what. And, like, I don't know how, you know, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, what's, what's the deal? What are you going to do about it? It's not like this is a new thing. It's, it's been a common occurrence ever since he's been here.
1: Yeah, it happened was it last year in Green Bay when the uh, defensive backs decided to go rogue and on their own.
0: Yeah, the, yeah.
1: I don't know, maybe has Zimmer lost the locker room.
0: I, I don't think he's lost the locker. I certainly hope not, because uh, I think it would be far far worse than that. But there's something going on there, and I don't know if the players are, are tired of listening to this uh, hard ass coach uh, listening listening to him uh, talk. And uh, I, I don't know when you when you, that's kind of like old school football. And, and there's all this talk about oh the new you know the new football, and you look at the Monday night game, and you know that's the future of the of the NFL and. And maybe these maybe these players, maybe Zimmer just can't get uh, get get these guys coached up like a like a younger, uh, innovative coach, if you want to call him that, uh, can do.
1: I don't know, but he's got to do something. Or I think him and Spelman will be on the hot seat if we miss the playoffs and you know, finish you know, five wins or something. Yeah, something's I, wrong.
0: Yeah, I, I think they are on the hot seat, and 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 I hate to hate to say it because. Once you start doing that stuff, you know, you just you just here we go again. You know, next year, oh, it's a new coach. There's so another excuse for why uh, they can't win and all this B.S. And as a Viking fan, you just kind of get tired of that stuff. Agreed. If
1: they replace Zimmer and Spielman, whatever, it doesn't make a difference. they bring in for a GM and a new head coach next year. Like you said, it's well, he needs a year to get his feet wet, blah, blah, blah. And then by the time his feet are yeah. are wet, all the players are too old.
0: Yeah, get his guys in there, get all... It's just like, Ugh. I don't know. <laughs> well,
1: we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. We're just trying to, you know, figure out what the hell's wrong with this team. I mean, yeah. Last year, they had more heart. They wanted to win. Yeah. This year, it doesn't seem like they have that desire and will to want to win.
0: Well, if you if you look at some of the fan forums and in, in the groups on Facebook, and there's lots of people uh, certainly complaining about Kirk Cousins, and, and there's lots of people that are defending Kirk Cousins and blaming other things, and and you know the 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 Keenum uh, comes up. You know, he's not on the team, obviously, but but people look back to that. And Keenum had that. He had the he had the heart. Uh, maybe not necessarily the skills, but yeah, you know, like Zimmer said, he had big balls, uh, and he he never gave up. He he certainly played beyond his abilities at time, but he gave you what, what I would think you would want uh, as a coach uh, for a player, and, and that's just that that just that desire, that kind of that mojo, that never give up. Uh, and Keenum Keenum had that, and and I, I kind of wish they would have spent spent the money on the offensive line if that's the hugest issue on this team is the offensive line. You know, let's let's get that bolstered up, and then it doesn't necessarily matter that you've got the. Uh, the perfect passer uh, back there, as long as you got the heart. But I could be completely wrong.
1: I I don't know either. I mean, you go back the past four years now. We've had a different quarterbacks, yeah. and each one had different skill sets. And we haven't got there yet. You know, yeah. Cousins is the the golden arm, leader of the team, blah blah blah. And here we sit, five, four, and one. Yeah. Why? I
0: can't tell you. There there are plenty of reasons for this football team. To rally around, you know, Spirano dies uh, okay. before the season starts, and, and and that would be motivation. I don't know, maybe not motivation, but it'd be something that they, that the team can rally around and say, "Hey, uh, we're going to do it for for Sperano, or we're we're going to do it because you know we're we've, we've taken a hit, but we're going to show everybody that uh, that we've got it." And and it just seems like they're searching for it. You know, Griffin goes off because of mental issues and. And it looked like it appeared that that uh, Cousins jumped up and, and kind of was that vocal leader and then and then Everson comes back and I don't know what happened maybe there's a little bit of tension between you know that who's the true leader of this team and uh, for my money if you've, you've already invested 84 million into into Cousins and I would want him to be that leader not that they need to choose between it between Griffin and, and Cousins but something has to change with this team. Well. That's for the offseason to worry about.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, Keenum had a ton of heart. wasn't as talented as Bradford or Cousins. I mean, Bradford had no offensive line. He had a second and a half of the ball. Yeah, and so he had no running backs there either. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy, Teddy had Peterson. So, I mean, the past four years we had different types of offense due to different skill sets of our quarterbacks. This year we brought in probably the most skilled quarterback, maybe. I don't know, Bradford, I still think, is more skilled, but no knees. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I would love to see what he, that, that guy could have done with two good knees, an offensive line, and a running back. But,
0: eh,
1: it's not going to happen. So no. we have what we have. This team, I, I think, has no heart right now. They don't seem as hungry as they did last year. And last year I'd throw the game on, I'd be wearing my shirt, my hat, got my beer in my hand, yeah. yelling on the TV, you know, like a Viking, and knowing this team's going to do something to, to keep me wanting more and more to come back the following week and cheer the team on again. Now it's like you watch the game and you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Where,
0: when's the next shoe going to come off?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's almost like that. It's like, okay, I want them to win. They should win, but... I'm a Viking fan. what something bad's gonna happen today
0: yeah yeah well, where's Murphy he's what number is he wearing this week? yeah so it, you know and you look at the running game too and Dalvin cook you know in he, he, he four games in rookie season he looked phenomenal and then got injured and then here we are we we're, we're he's he's back now but he's not the same player that we saw in those first four games and and what 22 yards rushing. That's yeah. not going to cut it, you know. That one more paper cut for the, for this team, and uh, we're, we're bleeding on a, a bunch of fronts. Yep. Well. Now that we're, we're all now beers. that we're all depressed, <laughs> yeah. let's have another beer and uh, <laughs> we it's forgot not tricky. we, we yeah. forgot to tell them where we're at.
1: You blindfolded me again and took me to the Saints no. bar. That no, looks familiar. I'm kidding.
0: Yeah, we're no, we're back. We're back at the Mermaid. Kind of, kind of getting used to this place.
1: Yeah. Skull Scott takes care of us. Bartenders take care of us. Waitresses take care of us, so why not keep coming back?
0: Yeah, they keep taking our pictures away, though. I, that would be nice if they would keep those around.
1: <laughs> well, as long as they're full, they'll keep. We'll keep them here. <laughs> you the empty ones they can take away.
0: All right, so we need we need to get some positive uh, momentum here, Bob. What do you think?
1: Well, we're going <laughs> into a game Sunday night that we basically it's a playoff game. Technically, it's kind of like a playoff game if, if we lose. Our season's basically over, and I hate saying this. I, I don't, I don't want to be Debbie Downer or be like Georgia Vike. And if, if we lose this game, it's a real good possibility we lose the next two games because they're at New England and at Seattle. And
0: then this team just goes free fall. Yeah. And then we're looking at the draft, which uh, yeah. that's some exciting news too. But, hey, I got some other exciting news. What do you got? We, we have, a, we have a, a sponsor. We've Ooh. got a sponsor for the show and uh if if that doesn't get a get a rise out of you i don't know <laughs> i don't know what does so and actually they've uh the, we've got a little commercial for them. so we're gonna play that uh for everybody and have them take a listen to that and uh i guess we'll be right back
1: yeah, go with beer be right back ben is your big viking horn not always so big when the wife wants to be sacked you just sit on the sideline where you're not alone but cheer up the makers of like Agra have made you the sack master. That's right. Just one purple pill 20 minutes before a game time kickoff, and you'll be pushing that purple helmet into the end zone all night. In fact, after you score your touchdown, you will want to go for two instead of kicking the extra point. But be warned, you may want to be wearing a safety unless you are planning on having more Viking fans. So call 1-800-BIG-HORN for your free sample today. I hope everyone enjoyed that commercial and uh, call today because <laughs> supplies are limited.
0: <laughs> that doesn't make you horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So no, we appreciate you know. <laughs> and anybody else wants a sponsor, just uh, drop us a line, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we'd be happy to to uh, take anything we get. <laughs> that's right. We're not we're not superstars.
1: We're not shy. We'll take anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, beer, peanuts, whatever.
1: It's great. Oh, no, we don't want for peanuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so it is Packer Week.
1: You want to jump into that? You want to talk about those uh, Velspar again?
0: Yeah, we can talk about Velspar. We're, you know, we're in Week Twelve, obviously NFL season, which means we're in Week Twelve of Velspar, and uh, we actually have a new leader. Uh, Blazon is uh, is the new leader. Uh, smoke pairs uh, led for most of the most of the season, and uh, he's now been surpassed, uh, and now is a, actually dropped down into third place because uh, Skull Vikings 44 passed uh Velspar champion is uh, in second place. So, and again, Velspar is a uh, it's a it's kind of a prediction game based on the Vikings uh, each week. There's a set of questions that are posted on Velspar.com. And uh, invite anybody. It's free to uh, to go on there, fill out the form, and and uh, the, the the prize for the whole season to a total point getter is a nice beer mug. That is a bottomless uh, beer mug, meaning that uh, if you have this beer mug around and you're around other Viking fans, they are supposed to fill it for you. So uh, that you know, good luck trying to get it filled. But you know, not everybody follows the rules of Velspar, but at any rate that's the uh that's the prize for it i've also got another prize for the the top 10 people each week you're going to go into a drawing for a uh, viking barbecue grill cover uh it is pretty nice and that's uh, that's going to be drawn at the end of the uh, valspar season too so uh it's a fun game to do i know bob you play it so uh if you want to add anything else about that
1: yeah you say i play i still don't play very well, <laughs> well
0: yeah, not everybody does the best in it, but who really knows? We you know, we try to guess what's going to happen, and it doesn't always show up that way. So you can you can be pessimistic and uh, and come out big, or you can be a homer and come out big too. So just uh, just the more people we get thinking positively about the Vikings, I think the better they do. So take that for what it's worth.
1: I guess
0: I need to go change my answers then. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, let's just you and I, let's, uh, we've got a question here on Velspar this week. Uh, it's actually the, the bonus question, uh, and it's a pretty funny picture. It's above the, uh, the bonus question. I'll let that uh, speak for itself. If you want to see it, go to Velspar.com, V-E-L-S-P-A-R.com. Here's the question, Bob. How many penalty yards for the Packers? You got multiple choices. You got zero, uh, 1 to 10, 11 to 20, 21 through 29, 30 through 35, 36 through 45, and on up. So. I think we will get like one
1: pass interference call for us. I'm going to go about, right around 50 yards for them.
0: Okay. 50 yards.
1: Because the NFL still wants them to win the game, so they can make the playoffs.
0: That's true, but they're not the darlings anymore, you know. So they they don't care about it any, anymore. Well,
1: so. if they win on Sunday, there'll be, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and Chris Collinsworth will oh, have yeah. his, you know, no no <laughs> Vic Agra for him. He doesn't
0: need one. He needs
1: no. a-, a rod.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually drop a little bit below that. I'm gonna select the 36 to 45 uh, for that question. So. So check it out, Velspar.com. It's kind of fun. No big deal. It's free. And uh, play it. More and more of the merrier.
1: All right, so let's get into the Packers game. You bet. How do we win? What do we have to do to win?
0: Well, you go back to the old cliche. You know, you got to run the ball and limit the turnovers. And uh, that's been our biggest Achilles heel. So uh, the Packers aren't the best run defense. So, again, you got to get... I, I, I don't know about Cook. It would be nice to see them throw the ball to him more than they have, uh, but we've really got to run the ball here and obviously limit the turnovers. Play play just, just sound defense and, and just don't mess around. It's, you know, it's at home. Uh, we should win this game. We should win it big. I mean, we're, it's do or die right now. What do you think?
1: I agree with what you're saying on how to win. Uh, does this team have the heart to do it? Aaron Rodgers is not the Aaron Rodgers of old. He is better than average, but they don't have much of a running game, although they have their running back, what's his name, Uh, Jones from there, I think it is. He's picking up some slack.
0: Yeah. They got Devontae Adams. And Rodgers is better than he was week two. He's healthier. He's a lot healthier. That's true.
1: But uh, the Packers don't scare me no more. At least they, they, they shouldn't. On paper, this Viking team is dominantly sound better than the Packers.
0: Yeah, on paper.
1: Yeah, but on prime time, Sunday night, Minneapolis, which Viking team shows up? That's Mm -hmm. a big concern here. The team that last year had the heart and desire to win every game, or the team this year who just steps on the field and plays the game. Sorry, I hate saying that because I'm a huge Viking fan. I just don't see the heart this team had last year no and
0: and there's and there's no room for error in this game really there's there's no there's no room for lackadaisical play there's there's and that goes on the coaching too they've got to they've got to be thinking the whole time in this game you can't give any time to to Aaron Rodgers you can't you can't let them hang around because he is deadly and with any time left on the clock he can he can throw a touchdown pass And and they they just they've got to be on key throughout the whole game, and and you know we've been saying it before. When is this team just going to bury another team? They they don't seem to do it. They get to the point and they just don't they don't put their foot down. They don't step on their throats and 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 finish the game. And uh, they have to do it. At some point they've got to do it.
1: I, I couldn't agree any more with you on that. It's. This team on defense has the ability to shut down anybody. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. And it is—I don't know if it's the, the play calling. Okay, we're up by ten points. Let's play the you know semi-prevent defense. Give them the yards. Keep them in the middle of fear. field. Run the clock. Blah blah blah. I, I hate that because for three quarters you've, you've been kicking the crap out of them. Why change?
0: Yes. Well, and, and if you're on the other side of the ball you've got you're down by a few points and you know what the defense is gonna do they're gonna let you you're gonna take what you can yeah. and it, it, the game has somewhat changed you can't just fall back to that oh we're gonna this is how you know we're gonna let them chew up the clock blah 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 well you've got a Packers team that is very adept at using every second of that clock to come back
1: yeah. well Packers have a, a decent offensive line and they have Rodgers and some decent receivers our defense, I'm sorry, did I say defensive line Packers? And the line.
0: Sorry, I wasn't listening.
1: <laughs> well, what was no.
0: no. <laughs> All right, well, I'm over
1: here stuffing the turkey for tomorrow <laughs> and, you know, get rid doing the show. Um, now, we we need to get pressure on Rodgers. We need to get him outside the pocket, hopefully, running to his left, uh, which means a big game coming out from Hunter is needed. Stop the run cover Adams, uh, give them the stuff underneath. Our our defense will do well if we do that. On offense, once again, we had to be able to run the ball. The Packers are not great on on defense, so we should be able to run and throw the ball on them. This is the game for the offense to step up, and they should put up 30. They should. There's no reason why they shouldn't, unless we're winning... Zimmer-esque seventeen, nothing in the third quarter, and he says, "All right, just run the ball, run the clock." Yeah. But is, is, if Packers put up points, there's no reason why the Vikings can't put up thirty against the Packers'
0: poorest defense. Everybody well, else seems to be doing it lately. Yeah, why can't be, we? It'd be nice to see. Really, it really wouldn't. Yeah. I, I would like to see the not just necessarily uh, the running game, as far as handing off the ball, but just that you know the, the extension of the running game with with the screen passes. The quick, the quick hitters get the, get the ball out of out of Cousins' hands, get it into the the hands of your playmakers. Let them do it and and and, and really just control this game. I mean, it, and don't put the ball on the ground. I mean, back back to our offense and D'Filippo. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it totally baffles me that last year in Philadelphia he had Jai and uh, Darren Sproles, and they throw a ton of screen passes.
0: How many screen passes have we thrown this year? Yeah, I'd, a it,
1: handful. No,
0: it's it's something that that we haven't seen. Look at all the misdirection that that the Bears ran uh, last week. I mean, can we can we not copy some of that? Can we not do something a little more innovative than you know? Here we are. We're going to line up and run it down your throat. I okay. mean, that's great if you can do it, but they're not doing it. Now, Cook is not a,
1: a middle of the line runner. He's you know outside the tackles. Yep. Hit the corner, turn it upfield, and hopefully outrun everybody. Murray can break the, the goal for the middle, but what did he get? Like three, three runs last week,
0: maybe four. It wasn't wasn't very much at all. I I think yeah. it was like four carries. I, yeah.
1: Sixteen carries, 22 yards as a team. Yeah. No, the leading rusher, or average wise, was Cousins. One one carry, five yards. That yeah. was the longest run.
0: Yeah, that's that's as my dad would say, pathetic. Yeah. All right, so what's your prediction? 31-23 Vikings. 31-23. I'm I'm going to say it's a little lower scoring than that. I'm going to say 24-20. Uh, I think the I think the Vikings are going to they you know, I'm a homer, you know that. I, I think the Vikings are going to control this game. They're going to be up and and they're going to allow the Packers to kind of get back into this game late. So and I'm just going to stick 24-20. Uh, is going to be the, the final score? Vikings uh, on top. Well,
1: that's because we're both homers. Yeah, and we're both optimistic as
0: usually possible. <laughs> it's tough to be optimistic this week, <laughs> but oh. it's there. Actually, you know, I forgot about this. I was thinking about earlier when you were, we were talking about Anthony Harris. What a game! Two two picks in that game. Yeah, that that, that certainly great. was a bright bright spot coming out of that game.
1: PFF has him the highest-rated safety in the NFL right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Fourth highest-rated player in the league.
0: <laughs> and we really didn't hear much from him other than last week. I mean, he, it's, that's, that's awesome. So,
1: Well, I don't want to say I told you so, but when we took this kid as an undrafted free agent, I was pimping this kid. Oh, really? He was an amazing ball hawk in college. severe shoulder injury really ruined his draft status he would have been a third or fourth rounder easily um the kid was good in college always around the ball i mean, now you can see what he's doing here in the pros it's he's healthy he's understanding the defense and, he, and he's he, he made a great play last year in the, in, the, in the playoff game you know stopping the touchdown a great tackle just he, he's around the ball I, I i like him i like him better than sandejo I haven't missed him, believe it or not, at
0: all. Yeah, yeah, it's well it it's it's been good. Uh, normally last year when, when Zendejo was out, uh we struggled. It, it was very noticeable. And now it's uh it seems to have made Zendejo a little expendable. Yep. Yeah. Hey Barr didn't show up again last week. Thought no. You. But he says he wants to play this week. <laughs> Which, oh, that's hey, good. that's good. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, I
1: wanna or re-edit myself. I was wrong. Cousins did not have the longest run of the team, five yards. Cook had one for seven.
0: Oh, <laughs> big difference.
1: So that means so Cook had nine carries for 12 yards, and his long was seven. So that means he had eight carries for five yards. Rest of the game.
0: Yeah, it's not going to cut it. One of those was a fumble.
1: Yeah. Anyway, do you want to even bother doing upset specials? Because we are always so right on these.
0: Hey, I nailed last week's upset special. Oh, you did i picked i picked the raiders all right and 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 who kicked the game-winning field goal for the raiders last week
1: some guy used to be here in minnesota couldn't <laughs> kick the ball straight life depended on him
0: <laughs> yeah yeah which <laughs> goes goes back to a little bit of a, a, a another paper cut for the vikings is the yep. overreaction on the kicking situation they, they they reached in the play in the in the draft picking carlson and, and Forbath was fine. He had some issues on, on extra points, but who doesn't have issues on extra points since they moved it back? Uh, he, he was consistent, and, the, and they reached in the draft, well, what are you going to do? You're going to cut your veteran because this guy's a rookie. He's going to be making less. And, 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 and I know that week two, and he missed a few kicks, critical kicks that would have won that game if it wasn't for Cousins getting us in that position to be relying on a game-winning kick. Anyways, I, I think they overreacted kicking game, kick, kicking situation, and, you know, here's, here's Carlson kicking a game-winning field goal. Now, that's just one kick. Who knows what's going to happen the rest of the season, rest of his career, but just one more paper cut, just one more dagger for Viking fans. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, if, you, if you want to pick an upset, that's fine. I, I, it doesn't matter to me. I, I... I'll
1: pick one in 20 seconds. Back right. to Carlson, I, I think we overreacted because I think we held on to Walsh too long.
0: Yep. well, and that, and sure, sure, and that probably clouded the, clouded the situation too. Uh, and, and I'm all for giving the guy some room, giving him, giving him more chances. you take a look at what the Bears did last week with, with uh, was their kicker, uh, I can't remember his name. Anyways, so he boinked four off, uh, off the, uh, the post the week prior, and they stuck with him and allowed him to kick, a couple, kick the 48-yarder uh, in the game against the Vikings, gave him some confidence, and boom, you've got a, you've got a kicker that's got his confidence back, or at least appears so. So
1: well, Mason Cross, he missed like four yeah, an extra point early this year, too.
0: Yeah, so overthinking the kicking situation when, when really you should be focused on an offense that doesn't need to rely on a kicker. Exactly.
1: But come playoff time, at the time the team thought that we were going to roll into the playoffs, you want a veteran kicker. I understand that mentality sometimes too. Yeah. All right, i How let you go first on upset special since you got it right? All
0: right, you're gonna let me go first. Uh, well, I'd, I'd I'd love to to pick uh, Thursday night's game, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna jump uh, over to the Seattle game, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, Seattle upsetting Carolina to help out the Vikings in the uh, playoff situation. <laughs> I'm gonna pick well, uh, pick Seattle over Carolina at Carolina we lose, it won't matter. <laughs> if,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm so gonna go, I think the Bills gonna be the Jaguars.
0: Ooh. Why? I don't know. Because they not right anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be good. You're not gonna, you're not gonna go with uh, Detroit over Chicago. A uh, hurt Mitchell Trubisky. He'll play. That's more hope than anything.
1: Yeah, he'll play. Oh, lions do have that miracle at home on Turkey Day. It's like the, the best game they play all year's that day. Yeah, so that's, who knows?
0: That's the Lions Super Bowl. Well,
1: it is what it is. Yeah. What do you say? We call. It? Let's get our one more beer. We'll call it our show. We'll pay our tab,
0: and let's go do some bowling.
1: We got bowling. Yeah. Then we'll get out of here <laughs> and all go right. cook some turkey. You betcha. Thank you everyone for joining us. Hey, Happy you know Thanksgiving.
0: What? Before before we go. Can, okay. can we throw out a, a, a shout out to some of our new listeners that we we've uh, learned about absolutely we've completely forgot about we've got listeners now in, sh- in chicago we've got listeners in mexico and also in sweden and a, and a couple of those uh canucks up there in canada
1: oh. don't forget the uk we're growing over there yes
0: yes in the uk so just it's awesome to uh see that to see listeners uh truly uh around the world and uh you know just goes to show you there's viking fans everywhere
1: before we go i want to add something too yeah next week we're going to have ryan buck on the show with us ryan is formerly from the minnesota area i believe north dakota he now lives out in boston and he runs a group out of a bar in cambridge massachusetts Called this Seven Thirty Tavern Club, okay, and they are gearing up for a Viking World Order invasion on December first.
0: Sounds then like we should. There, sounds like we should do our show from there.
1: Oh, well, we're gonna try our best. And then on Sunday, obviously, they're all meeting there, and they're gonna bust down to the game and toward a, a hell of a tailgate party. So Ryan's gonna be on with us next week to give us all the, the details of what's going on
0: and take it from there yeah sounds great it's awesome and we, we uh since we've got listeners in mexico should we should we do the uh the uh, mexican word of the day or word of the week
1: sure i mean like when i asked my wife if the packers are gonna lose this week
0: i, I the, the <laughs> word the, the word of the week is cheesehead i asked my wife if the packers were going to lose and she said yes She's uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, skull, everybody.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Skull.